this might sound like 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 a PR or something, but you know what? After you learn this type of skills, you can build a career just behind it. And and that's when the cross-sell efforts and behaviors pay off. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. Welcome back to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. This is Scott Albeck, your host and producer of the podcast. And uh, we have Walter Scholey on today's uh, podcast. He's a chief strategy officer from Destinations Credit Union. This is a bonus episode. We, we were not intended to, intending to have this episode recorded. Uh, I was just on one-on-one with a gentleman who had sent his credit union through our sales and service program three years ago. And he was just dropping nuggets that uh, I, I just had to capture so i asked him if we could record our conversation which is just a check-in so enjoy this bonus episode of the credit union leadership podcast brought us on you know a couple years ago and uh walter i mean you 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 always stood out to me as someone who is super smart um but the fact that three years later i can get on a call with you and you're you're literally repeating verbatim uh, the steps of the of the sales process that we taught your team two and a half years ago it just means that you're you're paying attention, you're you're dialed in, and uh, and and this stuff really matters to you. And so uh, I got a question for you: how, how do you how do you balance loans are good with this this ever increasing co- competition for shares? Because we are not going just to push and get loans. Yeah. We're not pushing to 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 advertise and get deposits. What we do, and this is part of the of the training and the coaching, is we look at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because you cannot separate, you know, things here and there. Yes, you could in terms of okay, focus points, mm-hmm. but your strategy is about what? In our case, you know, if, if everything is going to come together. So bear with me for a little bit. So behaviors. If I can influence behaviors, the results are going to come. You know, how fast that remains to be seen. You can calibrate and how how fast you can do that or what is your, the intensity in terms of the coaching. So that is that is one. Behaviors, if you if you get the behaviors, the results are gonna come. Okay, so in, instead of well, I'm I'm primarily I can I can consider myself a lending guy. So we'll know that lending keeps the lights on. That's it. Lending keeps the lights on because that's how you make. That's the money making. That's the money making machine on a, for a credit union. But here's the thing: if you are talking about behaviors and talk to your members, you have to be aware of the whole spectrum. Why? Because the main goal, and I always say this to my staff and and, and everyone, it is it is very very important to be perceived as that trusted financial advisor by your member because they're going to, based on that relationship that you're building and the quality of advice that you're providing, these people are going to come back. And if you can ensure your members that the same level of service will be provided to you by me, by her, by him, no matter who you see, 
that is what is going to retain your member, come here and try to expand the relationship. So that is the goal. And I always mention that to my board of directors. What we're here for is to become the trusted financial advisor and bring as much, you know, business or expanding that relationship. Now, I can cross, I'm not going to cross sell you only loans or accounts. I'm going to take a look at your entire relationship and your entire profile. I said, oh, you're not taking advantage of e-statements. You know that that comes with a cost. $10, you can save that. But I presented in a way that, okay, you're not saving $10, you're saving $120 a year. Sounds different, but the fact is there. So what about this? Do you have the app? Yes, no, why you use it? You know that you can save time. You can just snap a picture, your check goes in. You don't have to come here. Not that I don't want to see you here. I would love you know you to visit us, but I'm just trying to save you a trip. And also, you can use that time for something else. You know, it, it, it doesn't always present an alternative. And just let me give you uh, an example that actually is, it happened last month or in, in the span of two, two months or so, maybe less. Um, and I share that with uh, the board of directors in this last meeting. So, we, I mean, I'm also involved with business development. So we go and visit our sex. So we're trying to revamp or relaunch that whole whole process, right? So we did an outreach to one of our sex, which is one hospital here. So we established contact with uh, this doctor. Uh, fast forward a month later or so, and actually we were talking about our vehicles because he said that he was in market, he wanted to change his car. And for, for one of the reasons we started talking about Tesla's, right? So anyway, the guy, he left and said, I'll contact you guys later. Okay. So indeed he did. He, he came out and put an application for a $115,000. He was buying a, a Tesla. So one of our uh, loan officers got that and I said, okay, uh, Lynn is her name. Lynn. So talk to the member. Go ahead and please, please, please explore and try to advise to to this member to the best of your abilities. That's why I'm giving you I'm giving you this. So long story short. So after that, so the loan was approved and everything. So she started cross selling because she saw opportunities. This guy has like four different vehicles with all the financial institutions. So so long story short. So at the end of everything. Uh, we ended up with two additional memberships, uh, a $30,000 CD, a five different, uh, I'm sorry, three different vehicles for him. Then the nephew, which is another doctor, financed three vehicles with us. And that would, in the son, actually, he got a, a, a credit card plus two more credit cards. So in terms of credit cards, $50,000 gross up. In terms of auto loans, approximately $575,000 and a $30,000. So that was our, uh, our success story that I shared with, with the board. And that's, this example is the perfect example that actually talks about every single thing that we're trying to accomplish to this training that Yes, it might be tedious, it might be repetitive, but that is the only way for adults to learn through repetition. So repetition, repetition.
repetition is the key to all learning. And and it really, as I, I recount your story, so many aspects of of what you you repeated are our th- themes, right? That we that we kind of hit on. So um, describe to me the hiring challenges as you're looking at this next generation. So Gen Gen Z, right? Gen Z is all graduating. Um, as a chief strategy officer for Destinations Credit Union, is that part of your strategy is to go out and attract uh, that next generation to your credit union? And, and how are you doing it? Well, there is a, the, the first goal is to have the right people in the right places. Okay, one of the the goals, but uh, or actually I tried to make priority is to have uh, a backup plan to to guarantee the business continuity. Right. So, in, uh, as I told Brian when when I just got hired, one of the, my my first thing uh, it was to ensure that the lending department has no issues to continue lending. Mm. So no matter what, I mean, based on on, on experience uh, with credit unions since 2008, uh, if memory serves, um, what's that? You know, snow days, everything shuts down. Uh, yeah. You stay at home, nothing happens. So what if your member that has an application in and needs the money for X, Y, and Z reasons? And I, yeah, I always, I, it, it always hits, hits me uh, that I would say what February, 2010, when we were closed for a week because that was like a horrible snowstorm that happened, and then there was another one. I, I believe it was in 2016. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was bad. So that that started. So in, I, I told Brian, well, my my goal is to have everyone here uh, to be, you know, up to par for 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 the role that they need to, but also to be to be prepared to work no matter where where they are. Mm. And that's how that's I start focusing into. Okay, if you can do the job, no matter where you are, now we're fully connected. You can pull your uh, your phone. You can get your phone on your laptop if you're working remotely. You know, you have access to our LOS, you know, safely and, and everything. So the lending department, I will say, is 90% virtual now. And uh, cool. yeah, that was one of the things in order to inter- interact with our members. Since we have reduced or eliminated share ranching, for example, and one of the reasons behind was to, okay, now we don't have to... Um, spend time with people that they don't have any type of relationship with us, but we can focus on our actual members and we will be able to look deep into what they have with us and how they can benefit. So that that was that was that. So now the in terms of location, it was a challenge, especially after the pandemic, because you could not um, fulfill those those openings. And even to this day, we're still struggling with that. You know, yeah. yes, you have candidates that submit their applications, okay, and then we schedule interviews, and they don't, they don't show, they don't show up, or uh, they are the quality is just really bad. So, but that, there's something that we have clear: we cannot compromise uh, with the quality, you know, mm. and the caliber. 
what mm. it is. That's why the, the the conversations are are very are very specific without being intimidating. You know, mm. just tell me about this. How you do about this? How you go by that? What about this situation? And and then you can actually have the opportunity to see the you know what the the thought process and how they could apply. And you can spot you know if you are being fed you know. Things that are not true, not to use a, a different type of word, but um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 that. I mean, now it's on the lending side, and another uh, another part of the of the strategy was making the lending department the the model, which after the credit, the other departments will look and and start borrowing uh, best practices, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the. Um, the service to sell uh, training or or the service training um, that that applies to the entire credit union. In, in fact, we have a, a sessions where everyone participates at the same time. So the lending people can see what the member services people are doing and how they approach certain certain situations. And the same thing goes for the member services with with the lending so they can feed off each other uh, you know whatever knowledge they can they can put in practices but i mean going back to the hiring practices yes what we're trying to do is is mainly you know have that profile that we kind of we are kind of looking for uh, instead of just like okay you want to work come come here you know hiring uh, out of desperation Usually, it's a it's it's not a good a, a good thing, um, but but again, you know, having the right people in the right places can can actually gives us a, the peace of mind that we can continue with this with this model. So, <clears throat> have you ta- talk talked at all uh, about attracting and retaining? From a consumer standpoint, members in that Gen Z category and specifically around real estate lending um, with your new LOS, um, how, how does that help you attract and retain that next generation of home buyers? It's just a matter of asking questions, you know, especially looking in, uh, through, through the lending side of the vantage point. Uh, it's a little bit easier, and that's something that we always talk with with our staff in in terms of uh, how can you advise to to those uh, members that are applying for you for a credit card or for whatever it is, and and I said that we have an advantage because you have the entire portfolio right in front of you, and that's all something that I always stress. You have the entire story. You know when this person have their first credit card. You know when this person have the first trade. You know if this person own property in the past or not. So use your your best weapon in the arsenal. What are those the open-ended questions? I mean, mm-hmm. do you have any plans by and then insert product, real estate? vehicles whatever i've seen that you have a mortgage let me ask you this how long i can see when how long you have it what, how how is that working for you what is the rate tell me so i can get a lot of information do you have any other plans that relates to real estate and not necessarily buying property you can have a property and you can just remodel it or revamp it 
Okay, so there's an opportunity for a home equity line of credit, perhaps. But also, you have to always be aware and take into consideration what, what are those plans. So there's the second component to, you know, an interview, the active listening skills. Listen to what your member is telling you and then, oh, okay, store it or take a note and then you can revisit as for the plan. Um, well, I, I want to ask you a, a burning question uh, from a from the bottom of my heart, because we have people that listen to this podcast, and that's the only exposure that they have to the Service Star brand. Like they've not gone through your sales training that you went through at RK Go Big. Uh, they've not gone through the coaching training that you've been through, or even the service training that we offered your credit union. So what would you say to a, a chief strategy officer at a similar credit union that is listening to this podcast. Like what, what kind of advice do you have for them about uh, about leading in this industry at this time? Well, in this case, and just going going back to the to the training and, and how how helpful it is, that is a tool, that knowledge is a tool that your staff and, and, and you, if you're if you're leading uh, people, you must have. Why is that? Very simple. If you work for a credit union, and let's face it, a credit union is a commercial bank. So it's exactly the same thing without obvious differences, right? So we don't have stockholders. Our stockholders are our members. They own the, this place. But in terms of being a financial institution, a financial institution from top to bottom, they both offer checking accounts, savings accounts, CVs, credit cards, uh, auto loans, you name it, the whole spectrum, okay? So what you are here for is to compete with that commercial bank in, in terms of, okay, who's going to get that client, in, the, in our case, our member? And if you put it side by side, it's exactly the same thing. The only thing, and this is something that I stress every day, the only thing that is going to sway a member of a client towards toward us is that beneficial or differential benefit, I should say. Okay, so is how you interact with a member, what type of advice you provide, and what those results based on that advice are. That is the only way. It's not the flavor flavor of the month. Oh, today we have this account that pays 10% because that's going to go away. And then what's going to happen? They're going to close the account. I see you. There's nothing else for me to do here. I mean, if you can retain those members, they will remain loyal. But everything starts with how you interact with your member. That's why I close the circle saying that this training is something that you need. I will give you just an estimate. The number of applications, of, oh, sorry, the percentage of applications that came in online, meaning your member goes there and, 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 and submits the application, from January to July, 40%. The other 60% were applications generated internally, meaning after interaction, conversation, and cross-selling. Okay, this last month, August, uh, that percentage reduced to 33%. And the, uh, yeah, 30, uh, yes, 33%. The remaining, again, the percentage of applications cross-sold or generated internally just went up. 
And I, and actually, after I put that slide on the on the screen by for the board of directors meeting, they said, well, I, I guess that that initiative of the service to sales and, and cross selling it was a, a good idea. And, and I interject immediately. If you imagine that we did not have that that behavior ingrained the results will be completely different. And probably you will not have me here because you probably will fire me a long time ago. And I said, no, nah, don't say that. Don't say that. I'm, I'm just going by the data. I'm just going by, by the evidence. I will not talk to you just because I want to sell you smoke. It's just everything is is backed by by evidence, in this case, data and results. So. You hinge your success as a, a chief strategic officer on the s- success of this, the program. Now, there's other things that you're doing, and we talked a lot about that on the on the podcast here today. But it's it's interesting, right? Well, what we talked about, we talked about real estate. We talked about the need for shares. We talked about hiring. We talked about attracting Gen Z as members. Every one of those conversations, you tied back to the the sales and service training we did uh for you three years ago i mean that's that's remarkable man that's that says a lot about the program and and where it has elevated your credit ian too so thanks 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 for giving me uh an impromptu testimonial that's not what today's call was about but uh it turned into a podcast and now thanks to you about 200 of our listeners are going to get a bonus podcast in september uh, I'll, pu- I'll publish this uh, with your permission probably in the next couple of days here. So any parting words for the, the credit union leaders in, in the industry? Uh, actually, it's just, uh, it's it's not doing something for the sake of doing it. He, he, and, and the same thing I, I tell Brian, our CEO, you, we need the buy-in. We need to to be convinced that what we're doing is is going to work. And this is something that, you know, that I came across so many years ago, and and again, after seeing what the results are and how how much can help not only the credit union, but in this case to myself to advance my career. I said, you know what, this this is worth. It's it's not nothing esoteric. It's not it's nothing left to chance. Everything is based on behaviors. Behaviors can be perceived. And if applied correctly, those behaviors will give you 99.9% of the time results. But it's up to us to make sure that we apply those concepts. And that's it. No secrets there. Yeah.